welcome to Forever Canon, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about smelly refugees, slimy huts, and the inevitability of the Skywalker blood. I am Justin. I'm Tim. <laughs> and, and this week on Forever Canon, we are going to settle down and discuss New Jedi Order, book six, Balance Point by Kathy Tires, chapters 13 through 16, in which uh, the heat gets turned up in the middle of the book, you know, and things, some of the pots start to boil over, you know, if I like to give a little vague generalization of like what happened in the four chapters, that's what I would say for these ones. Mm-hmm. Things started heating up. But before we get to this week, Tim, first, you know, say it. What am I saying? Say it. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah! (laughs) Previously on Forever Cannon, New Republic Chief of State hates the Jedi. Mara is pregnant with he. That was big news. Mm -hmm. So, like... Sometimes it's a while between writing the notes and then reading them on the podcast. And there's a lot of abbreviations. We've said this before. And I was like, N-R-C-O-S. Narcos? <laughs> Narcos ain't the Jedi? Uh, New Republic Chief of State. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Randa sells Jason. Worms galore. And Jason thinks Shesh is Sheevish. Ah. Savong Law loves peace, a.k.a. dominance. Jason's danger sense saves the refugees of 32 for now. That's where we left off last time. Sheevish? Sheevish. Like, Sheev Palpatine-esque. Okay. Shesh is a bit Sheevish. He says he she specifically reminds him of Palpatine. Oh, Palpatine, yeah. That's great pun work. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't even try. I had a hard time working to it. Yeah, Sorry, well, yeah. catch up. <laughs> That's what I'll tell you. Don't question, don't you dare question the authenticity and, I don't know, other words of things. Let's start. All right. I can't, I can't even brag about my own words anymore because I'm out of words. Chapter 13. Let's start the words. The crawlers, en route to Gateway Dome. <laughs> that was well said. <laughs> this is this is off to a really good start. Off en route to Gateway Dome. <laughs> They're full of refugees, these crawlers, and oh man, don't these refugees smell bad, Jason thinks to himself three or four times. Yep. Cause he's a hero. He's such a nice guy. He's very tolerant, non-xenophobic person but man these refugees stink especially those beaked biker mice yeah why did and an unconscious randa on the floor well there's a hut in here but also everyone's you know everyone's poorly kept because they don't have the resources yep and the facilities but anyways i just thought it was like enough enough and it keeps coming up and it keeps coming up over and over again, how like everyone's smelly mm-hmm. all the time. Like, okay, I get it. The Rin naturally smell bad. 
They smell worse because everyone's been running for their lives for at least 10 months. I get it. Every other paragraph is like smelly, smelly. Yeah. Smelly, stinky, stinky, smelly, putrid. Anyways, everyone smells bad on the crawlers. And Jason gets a call that everyone will be forcibly decontaminated because you're escaping from a place that was infested with bugs. Yep. Bugs that were eating the structure that kept everyone alive. Yeah, so you have to be decontaminated from that and from the just the outside general atmosphere. Yeah. Just a little bit, I guess, in case you have just a little bit of worm on you, we're going to be uh, having a problem with the Rin because they're fuzzy people. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be the biggest problem for the furry and beaked folks. They're currently singing and dancing to one of their classic time-passing slave transfer tunes. Yeah, like a sea shanty. Yeah, except, you know, it's it's the songs you come up with to pass the time over generations of being racistly traded and treated throughout history, the galaxy. The songs of shared despair. As you do. We reach Gateway without incident. <laughs> we just <laughs> <Yeah>. get there. <laughs> it was an easy escape to the crawlers, essentially. And then it was like, we got there. We're out, dude. So your idea that maybe things would go wrong on the way there. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, nothing happened. We built a little bit of tension, right? Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, we're going to have to essentially betray everyone and invade everyone's privacy. Sorry. But you're all leaving a contaminated area that was covered in worms and stuff. What do you want me to do about it? There's nothing. There's no argument to be had. Nope. No, you have to. I'm sorry. You have to go through decontamination, and that's all there is. Droma and Han are shoving each other at Gateway because Droma's like, this is your fault for some reason. And then Leia shows up to help. And we cut to Leia hugging the twins. She gets to hug her children. It's been a while. They say, go fix things with dad and then come back and talk to us. And Han asks where 3PO is. Okay. Yep. Because, you know, he's God's golden gift to golden rods now. Mm-hmm. He's the, the savior of all droids. <laughs> Check the recent books. I don't know if maybe you haven't heard. It's all over the hollow net, right? Yeah. He's... And he he promised to to help him out so he wouldn't get like destroyed forever. It was it was a big deal. This yeah. guy who's always rude to C three PO. Anyways, uh, not not only does he first ask about three PO, he then gives Leia attitude about Princess Older and spending time out there with him again. And I'm just wishing that Han maybe had been Tosi Karud back like ten months ago. That guy is pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Every interaction that he has with anybody who tries to treat him well, that he cares about, is just him being a total piece of shit. She gives it back to him in this scene, though. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you don't trust me? You want The guy that wants everyone to trust him? Yeah. Figure it out. You don't give any trust. You want all the trust. And then ultimately, they hug and kiss and make up. But... Not, I don't know. It's not, doesn't, I don't know. I don't. It was a very lackluster uh, reconciliation. Very 
protracted. They kiss and make up, but not out. So that's <laughs> that's the note. I guess that's that. I guess that to sum it up, <laughs> they they have taken the small step forward to make things right. But it just felt like I don't know, man. Ah, uh, we're gonna we're just gonna ignore our personal problems, and we're gonna have to start planning how to save all these refugees together, though. Mm-hmm. Let's stop splitting the party, which is our marriage. <laughs> Let's work together. We know that we're both here now. And like in this interaction between her and Han, right? Kathy writes all these loving little things that Leia's thinking and feeling about Han. And like, despite their decades of marriage, this reuniting and forgiveness feels super rushed mm-hmm. and like forced or unearned or whatever the heck you want to call it just didn't quite feel right it was just he has done he has done nothing yeah. to progress the pro uh, to solve the problem in their relationship it's been her and her and her and her and her and now it's her again and it's him being like oh did you have fun with your boyfriend oh and then that's that's what else does he say uh he does say Oh, he does kind of apologize. He's like, I did some things that you right, that you probably uh, won't necessarily forget, but I hope you can at least forgive them. So he does give a, a little bit of an apology going on. Yeah, but he's just been so intolerable for 10 months of his life. Yeah. and the, Let the reconciliation happen a little more slowly so as to not feel do- so dismissive of how horrible this guy has been. Yeah. That's what I that's I guess ultimately what I'm feeling. Yeah, the 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 length of the like indiscretion, I guess. <laughs> um does not uh <laughs> well, he wasn't having an affair. He, he emotionally, well, <laughs> mentally. Yeah. He abandoned um, his family is actually what happened. <laughs> it 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 doesn't match up with how quickly they're like, yeah, okay. It, yeah, it's 10 months of being absent. And 30 seconds of you're okay. <laughs> and then like he awkwardly put his arm around her the first time. And then the second time he gave her a real hug. Mm-hmm. And then we're fine. And then things are good now. We're fine. Everything's good between Han and Leia. And Leia goes to talk to Jaina, who obviously also things are fine with. And she gets a uh, karate chop hand fed filthy guilt sandwich from her teenage daughter. Allow, allow I did that was off the top of that. Allow me to read for you. Jaina tells Leia, you take on everyone else's problems. Well, you weren't there for mine. Not even the military could find you, mother. I thought you'd finally been caught by some unreconstructed imperial terrorist or that the Yuzhan Vong dropped a moon on you. Jason and I tried to find you from 32. What a joke. First, we couldn't get an out-system connection. When we finally reached Selcor, we got Vicky Shesh. That was another joke. Anyways, uh, the point being, I think I was supposed to stop earlier. Not even the military could find you, mother. You weren't there for my problems. That's the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got caught up in the... the, in the <laughs> that was a joke. Those teenagers, I like them. They're yeah. well-written. Um yeah, that's not wrong, right? Something even that Mara has said before. Didn't she say that at the beginning of this book when she was like looking at Anakin? She was like, yeah, too bad their mother was never there yeah. to raise them. Yep. And Jane is bringing it up again. You know, it's a focus of uh, Leia's emotional 
struggle and the trauma of their entire family is that your mom was the president and your dad was a badass. And so you guys didn't exactly get full-time raised by your parents. You got handed off to babysitters and caretakers a lot. And uh, a lot of the time when you were having problems, your parents thus weren't there for you. Mm -hmm. And now you're going on 17 exploding in an X wing and like, I can't, nobody can find my mom. Excuse me, mother. I'm partially blind. My mother. And... She called her mother to her face. Yeah. That was on purpose. That's a teenager move. Yeah. It's a, so it's definitely a way of kind of that distancing, impersonalizing. Well, it's like you're trying to balance the power of, of, of like the authority. Yeah. Making it the, the title a little more formal, but I, like she's not wrong. Right? No. She deserves she deserved at least part of that that sandwich. And then how scary is that at 17 years old, right? Like how many times has she failed to be there for Jaina? Mhm. Ooh. Ouch. It's bad. Feels bad. Yeah. It's supposed to. Anyway, mother, go talk to Jason cuz he doesn't like Vicky Shesh. Yeah. Side note. Something's uh, off about her. 4 out of 5, 80% of the solo families together here. Live math. <laughs> Anakin's missing out is that some kind of foreshadowing how come all the families here together what are they all they all gonna get blowed up on Duro here when the Yuzhan Vong inevitably show up and take their reconstructed prize that they've been seeding yeah, whenever they whenever they are, they're all together something bad happens <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah could you understate that a little bit more? <laughs> Actually, last time, none of them were together, really. And their cousin and uncle. <laughs> That's true. Fired light across the galaxy and destroyed billions of people. That the rest of the family was at. Well, wait a second. You're right. Yeah, three <laughs> three of them were there. And the other two were on center point. <laughs> Yikes. That's deadly. How about a chapter title? Crisis Resolved. <laughs> Bullheaded, obstinate, perfectionist. Yeah. That's right. That's that's Leia talking about Jaina. About both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like she has... Yeah, anyways, we'll get there. Okay. Chapter 14. Randa is arrested. Mm-hmm. He's been snooping around the ships at nighttime. Han and Droma have a food fight for a little bit. And Jason loves it when his parents are in love. Yeah. We're like in the cafeteria having some downtime in the middle of the tension to make you forget about the tension before we probably light a, <laughs> yeah, a crank a, it up, a, light a stick of dynamite in the hallway. <laughs> Cut to Jason and Droma and crew heading back to dome 32 for their belongings. I thought, I thought we didn't need to go back and get all that stuff. Even the Ren said. It's just junk. It's just stuff. Yeah, it's just stuff. You can get more. Well, we're going to go get it. We're going to take the Falcon. No. <laughs> we're going to go there also because the Falcon is there. Yeah. and <laughs> Forgot gonna... about that part. <laughs> Got mixed That's up. That's important. Got mixed up. We're going to take that other ship. Yep, there's some other ship. Howl Runner something or something Yeah, like the that. IJ, some old ship. Yeah, but, but we're going back there. And we know it's going to be dangerous because... Obviously, the dome has been destroyed, so the poison atmosphere of Duro is now penetrated the dome, and it might be full of the only thing that can survive in this 
Environment, which is beetles. Oh, yeah. Too many F's and K's. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Kefefk. The Kefka Beatles. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah, the Kefka Beatles. There you go. Was that Final Fantasy what? One uh, I ever played? Super s- Nintendo? Yeah, six or three, depending on what country you live in. See, now I don't understand that. The first three weren't originally released No, no, yet. no. Okay, I know that. But then what happened? Did they just not release a six in Japan? Or like, how how did the numbers, how did the numbers come to match up at any point? If at one time three over here or, or it was actually six over there. How at any point then have the numbers matched up and was there not a Japanese three that was not released over here or what? How does it work? It actually, Tim, <laughs> you it, tell me now. It actually, <laughs> even on the cartridge says final fantasy six in the American release, Ooh. but it was the third one that was here. So no, like, I know I understand yeah. why it happened like that, but is there, you, you know, do you get what I'm saying? One and two both came out in North America and Japan. And then in Japan, they had a three, a four, and a five. And then we get six as three. Yep. So what is the three and four and five? The four and five we also had. But later, right? After we got three, which was actually six, but after we found out that six <laughs> was really three. No. Three. W- three was six. If you thought the Star Wars timeline was convoluted, that's just naming the games of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. That's just numbering them. Never mind their own timelines <laughs> and stories. We should do a separate podcast where we play Final Fantasy games and talk about how much sense they make would be short <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways we were somewhere in chapter 14 talking about we're going back to 32 we're gonna get all the stuff and we're gonna get the ship and then we're gonna get the falcon and guess what we're right it's full of beetles and the uh and it's so dangerous here we all gotta wear suits but let's bring along a couple of the yeah. people that if their suit ruptures they die yeah because they're so like they're they can't their lungs are very atmosphere. sensitive. Yeah, they can't breathe any atmosphere, <laughs> let alone a good one. Let alone this poison. But let's bring them. Yeah, we'll stick them in suits, and then we'll have super high risk on our hands. Yeah, they're honorable. They deserve to come. But then there's beetles everywhere. Jason has to save some Rin from big mutant beetle by just drawing his lightsaber, right? Because that one's just like protecting its nest or its home. Yeah, this one's not attacking you. We're not going to hurt it. I'm going to shine my lightsaber at it Ooh, and scare it. And my light shape... Shaver? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Well, you see, that's the thing. <laughs> it's that. My light shaver is <laughs> going to shine blue, green. <laughs> I made almost like a Grinch face. I felt my whole little... My whole lips move from right to left and right again. Anyways, okay. So, he shines his lightsaber at this beetle and it has like an iridescent carapace, right? Mm-hmm. And his lightsaber shines blue, green, and violet off of the the bug all at the same time. And I was like, wait. Is that the color of all three of the kids' lightsabers right now? Because Jason's is green, Jana's is violet. 
Well, I think Anakin's I think is a violet. Anakin's is also purple, right? Yeah, his is like a softer. Yeah, it stopped me in my tracks, but then I was like, I don't think I'm right. <laughs> but eyes peeled for whenever Anakin pulls out his lightsaber <laughs> in the near future. Could be blue. I don't know. Either way, that would have been cool. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I don't think that was a real connection. Am I wrong? I'm wrong. Okay. I'm glad you could have this conversation cut, with yourself. Cut to you. Well, that's what the microphones are for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're invited. <laughs> but, like, that's what the microphones are for. <laughs> okay, anyways, Jason saves the Rin from, the, from bugs that aren't attacking him. And then he and Droma have to kill some beetles. Because they're actually attacking people and they've gone mad or something like that. They're going crazy. He has to throw his lightsaber away into a group of beetles to distract them because they're following the light. Mm-hmm. It's the only way for us to get safely out of Dome 32. So he throws it away. He throws his lightsaber. Check this out. Jason locked his lightsaber on, flicked his wrist, and let go. As the lightsaber flew, he had another flashback to his vision of a lightsaber sailing off into the distance <clears throat> so what does that mean when you have a vision and it starts coming true is this good or bad because in his vision didn't everything start tipping to the towards the dark side yeah uh, he tried to throw his lightsaber to luke skywalker mm-hmm. and then the whole thing went like Woo, we're st- we have tipped the teeter-totter yeah and the stars start blinking out and stuff like that it's it's got to have something to do because he fights with this because Droma says you can just bring use the force to bring it back and he fights I don't want to I don't want to I'm not using the force but then so the whole throwing the lightsaber is his like it's like symbolic yeah I am giving up my lightsaber discarding his life as a Jedi and then he starts thinking to himself oh my god that's like giving up a limb Mm -hmm. I can't do that so of course he uses the lightsaber (laughs) no (laughs) he uses the force Tim to grab the lightsaber. To pull the lightsaber to him, away from the bugs. Because, why? Because he cannot not use the Force. He wants to not use the Force. He cannot not. Mm-hmm. He must. We cut to. Leia gives Jason a negotiator mission to Buburu. <laughs> I said that one really well. I never so. has never has every syllable been accurately <laughs> portrayed in the first attempt in a double B and a double R situation. That was great. She's got a mission for him to that place. I'm never going to ever try and say again because I nailed it yeah. on the first try. Yeah, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, so. but <laughs> <laughs> oh, show it off now. Just show it off now. <laughs> anyway, she understands that life can be bigger than just being the Jedi. That's been her whole life is not being the Jedi. She's been, she's walked Jason's path of trying to be more than just whatever the galaxy expects you to be, mm-hmm. which is kind of ironic because she was raised as a senator's princess of a planet. Anyways. But she didn't walk the path of, I need to train in the force, right? Yeah. So she understands what Jason's going through. She sends him off on this negotiation mission. We're not getting all the supplies we need. Go find out why and just make sure that we get the stuff. Whatever. P.S. Everyone's head is shaved. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Jason, Jaina, Han, Leia, all buzzed to the floorboards (laughs) during that decontamination process. All the Rin skinned. They're all, wow. No. (laughs) That is like a racist colonizer thing. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm imagining they are bear skinned. Excuse me. (laughs) Bird skinned, if you will. Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of imagining them like. Well, because they have beaks they now. They have beaks now. <laughs> I like like a like a chicken. They could have always plucked. had beaks, to be fair, but not. They didn't. Yeah, I don't remember. Sorry, like beaks. a chicken, like they had yeah, like plucked. they're yeah, <laughs> like they've got like uh, bumps all over them. Uh huh. Yeah, well, they probably do, like razor burn. But yeah. anyways, everyone's head is shaved. Don't forget, which I think is kind of a badass moment. And let's. Think about that for a second, because isn't that what happens when you join the military and you plunge yourself into war is you shave off your hair and you give up part of your identity to conform mm-hmm. to the group that is all committing to the same thing. Yeah, it's a unifying. Thing. They did it under the banner of uh, let's unite with the refugees and show them solidarity. Mm-hmm. We don't need to shave our heads, but we will. But here we are with the most of the solo family with their heads shaved and war is here and it is not going to stop coming. It cannot not war. They've all just they've all just shaved their heads. And I don't know. I just just now thought of like, what is that? Is that a symbolistic imagery choice? Would have been cool if they had the picture on the front of the book with them bald. Oh my God. Just suddenly. <laughs> it's like a hologram like if you turned it like this <laughs> <laughs> maybe the maybe the silhouette in the middle is bald it's hard to tell oh, it could be. It could be. it's possible anyways everyone's bald I just wanted to point that out cut to Randa fresh out of jail how can I bribe Jaina to fly me off Duro this is a hut this is a life of crime mm-hmm. he literally snail trails his way out of jail Wow. The extra <laughs> rhyme at the end surprised me. <laughs> and uh, he's immediately like, what can I do that will definitely get me in trouble, but will solve my problem? Yeah. The only, the only way I can solve my problem is by being a bad guy. So how can I convince Jaina Solo to be my pirate captain? Yeah. Even going as far as I have lots of money, I can give her a ship. Yep. And then... He goes even farther when he finds a villip in his bed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which he had requested or whatever, right? Yeah, he wanted to talk to somebody. He wanted to try to bargain and and save the huts and, and what have you. I don't know why he thinks. Anyways, it's him. Anyways, he finds a villip in his bed. He promises Jason to Savong Law. He instantly regrets it. He calls Vicky Shesh and tells her that he found a Vong on Duro. And now he thinks it's Leia's problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out of my hands. I reported it to the higher ups. Whatever happens now, I've washed my hands of selling Jason Solo to the Vong and whatever else I think I'm getting away with now. Instant regret dealing with the Vong again. What happened in the last book? Randa tried to make, he was on the crèche mm-hmm. with all the bad guys as one of their guests because they had made a deal with the huts. And what did he do? 
came to regret that deal. He's not the smartest hut. But this time he he regretted it way faster. So gross. Yeah, he <laughs> he turned around and immediately he made hung a phone up the call. Phone and he was like, no. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> like, okay, bye. Click. Fuck. Uh, pick up the other phone. <laughs> I'm going to pick up now the, the, the space technology phone and not the freaky space like, inverting grape skin. <laughs> Your description of these things. That is a horrifying but accurate description. Forgot I didn't have a straw. <laughs> Cut to Vicky Shesh immediately rats out Randa to Savong Law. This tangled, twisted webs and such, right? Because mm-hmm. she goes, well, this will get me favor, actually. I'm going to tell tell the war master that, just so you know, don't think that was a good deal. He immediately came and told on you. But he told on you to me, the most Shiva Shesh in the senators. <laughs> Sheesh. So anyways, uh, uh, everyone on Duro is screwed. Because again... Another book where all the good guys are completely outmaneuvered, mm-hmm. and they don't—they e- don't even know what's happening underneath their own fingertips, underneath their very own noses. Yeah, they don't know how set up they've been by the bad guys already. It's yeah. <laughs> the one person in all this that wasn't surprised saw Long Law. He's like, "Yeah, Randa, it's gonna betray me." Oh, look, you told me you betrayed me. I already knew he was I going to. It. He's like, "I knew it was coming." <laughs> the other one, not surprised. Yeah, there it is. And like his villa must have. Squish flapped three minutes after he hung up with the other dude. Cool. Yep. <laughs> it's like great that one. That I don't have to w- think about that one anymore. That check is cashed. <laughs> like that betrayal has come in. Good. <laughs> Expected. I imagine everybody's got their own dedicated villip, right? So right. could you imagine the wall in his office? It's just shelf after shelf of villip to or, different people. It's like a grapevine. And he's got one villa like and it's like on a wall. Ew. Yeah. Wait. Well, because it does morph into the person's head who's talking. Yeah. So he probably just has the one like master villa that and they can all be like com- combined, not combined yeah. to each other. When they talk to him, it looks like their head and that's his villa and they each have their own program to them. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. How about a chapter title? I got nothing but treachery. Um, non Jedi activities. Okay. Uh, uh, chapter 15. Three people and a bronze astromech arrive at Baburu. And the deckhand who greets them on the platform after they land instantly forgets them. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Suspicious. Cut to Mara Jade's got a new ship. The super decked out by every fringe character in the expanded universe. <laughs> yeah. And excellently named Jade Shadow. This ship sounds badass. It's got all kinds of custom upgrades. Mm-hmm. It's a cool sounding ship. And it's Mara Jade's ship. So, you know, it's got to be good. She names them all after herself. Is that like a vanity thing? She didn't name this. Did she name they named her? it and gave it to her. Did she name her last one? Probably not, because that was given to her by the Emperor. True. I don't know. She had that for a or while. Or at least I then. think so, right? But that was the ship that she tried to kill Luke Skywalker in. Was it, was it not? The last ship? I think so. I think so. And then she sacrificed What was it, it called? The Jade what? Jade, I, uh, Jade Fire? No, that doesn't sound quite right. I think so. 
That doesn't sound quite. It's written in here. I'll check real quick. All right. Somewhere right around the beginning of chapter 15. And I am going to continue to talk about what Mara, Luke, and Anakin are here to find. That is Tracina Lobi's missing apprentice. Remember, we mentioned her one time. And I don't think that she's been named yet. And I wonder why. We're here to do that. You're looking at me. It's Jade's fire. The Jade's fire. See, that was way off. (laughs) <laughs> one letter and an apostrophe that was the that was the bell letter he didn't ring it i'm sorry to tell you <laughs> that was the most important i needed that letter for the wheel of fortune puzzle or else i was not getting it correct. yeah that happens anyways we're here to find the missing apprentice and to figure out the political situation on duro because we can't trust anyone mm-hmm. nor can the new republic and then there's a duro person Shouting into the streets, like uh, like carnival barking, sort of. Yeah. But denouncing and naysaying and dissenting against the New Republic. Yeah. Just shouting in the streets. We have to be our own people. We can't yes, help each other. We have to sucks. stand alone. Working together will get us killed. Yeah, helping we, others. We have to run terrible. and hide and protect ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Which actually prompts a recall of, Remember Naminor on Ramamool stirring up all that business and everyone shouting in the streets? That's what Mara Jade says. P.S. Jason is here now. Yep. We know it. We feel him here. Because this is where he has come on his diplomatic mission to learn how to be a not-Jedi. Mara, it's time for business, puts on a sexy disguise. Yeah, it's and like Luke, a, a masterful disguise. Luke and Anakin ogle her. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't look like her, though. I don't care what she looks like. <laughs> That's a weird I don't line. care what color you paint her chest. You know whose it is. Yeah. She doesn't look like her. He and like the Anakin. uncle elbows the nephew and his tongue rolls back into his mouth off of the carpet or yeah, something. Yeah, Anakin you know, makes a like, cha-ching jackpot noise. <laughs> Eyebrows go up, jaw hangs open, and then eventually he gets a handle on it. But Anyways, just of course that happens. And she heads off to go gather rumors from the streets mm-hmm. in disguise as the boys head to the same place as Jace's. Same place as Chase. Mm-hmm. Chase. It is going made sense yeah sometimes i write these things that trick myself i mean that's what's happening in this chapter that's the end of the chapter (laughs) yeah it's a pretty short chapter i forgot how short this chapter was uh she's got a new ship she names like 15 side characters from other stories just in case you're just tuning in and then you're like everything's connected like what if this is only your second book and the other book you read had Talon card and booster Tarek and mirax thorn horn i mean and like whatever, whoever other and characters Lando that she and all those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then this is your second book, and you're like, oh my god, all those characters exist yep, in this they're, book too. They're still here. I it's know. all connected, right? That okay. If that's your moment, cool. Then that's why it's in there, right? And <laughs> she's she's got a cool new ship. They were the three people and the golden droid from before. They painted R two D two. Oh, sorry, bronze. <laughs> yep. And we're off to do our missions. Chapter title. Uh, one troublemaker, Tim, Tim, so close, but you didn't know the secret rule about <laughs> three word chapter titles on this episode. Did you put the just ah. one troublemaker? <laughs> I'll give it to you. That's pretty good. 
Nice. Which one did you say you thought might? Was it chapter 15? No, it's... uh. No, it wasn't chapter 15. Later? Another yeah. thing? Yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. That was chapter 15, though. <laughs> Case. You're welcome. <laughs> chapter 16. Luke and Anakin at the Corduro offices, where Jason is. Where Jace is. Space where Jace is. Same place as space as Jace. Okay. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. There at the Corduro office, trying to have a meeting. Luke's trying his hardest now. Trying his hardest now. Quote, he was helping to shape the future in which his child would grow up. Ha ha. Now the most powerful man in the galaxy is going to try his hardest. Mm -hmm. Not to say he wasn't before, but it's like you find that inner dad strength or something. You're like, I didn't know there was another level of caring I could go to. Yeah. And he's like, my wife is pregnant, and now I'm going to save the galaxy. Look out, galaxy. I'm going to try my hardest. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna crank it up. They're in there having a meeting, talking about... <clears throat> actually, they don't even start talking about anything, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't start talking about anything, because there's another guest that has arrived. Actually has been waiting for the better part of an hour. Jason Solo. Mm-hmm. S- sadly... Resisting the force as Luke can feel. And we cut to Jason senses Luke and Anakin in the room. And of course he thinks jackpot. What an opportunity. He could show his uncle and his brother the direction his vision and conscience and experiences were taking him. Perfect opportunity to show everyone that I'm right. yeah all right jason we'll see we'll see the duro guy says um if the vong take duro it's selcor's fault for making it so nice if the vong come here and attack us that's your fault now because you fixed it yeah you made it enticing they wouldn't have wanted it before when it was poisoned so way to go if they come and attack us now it's your fault Mm -hmm. and it's not our fault and there's no way we could have seen it coming and they negotiate for those missing resources. And then Jason is essentially taken semi hostage. Yeah. Jason shows right. some of his, some of Leia's skills. Yeah. Negotiating and uh, his, her like, uh, social maneuvering diplomacy. Ooh, skills. That's the word. Yeah. I wrote it down. That's why I had to look at my notes. <laughs> he, yeah. He really does. Right. He, he changes from the, Hey, I need this to, no, you know what? I understand what yeah. you mean. He and starts off being like, please give me what I want. I don't have anything to offer you. Yeah. And then he's like, well, wait, I've got some things. And, oh, I also sympathize with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And don't, isn't that weird? We're on the same team now. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's essentially how he negotiates with these guys. We cut to, oh, sorry. But it ends with him being escorted to a room to wait. With guards posted outside. Yeah, we'll come talk to you later. Yeah. Just hang out for we'll a while. We'll finish this negotiation. Don't you worry. <laughs> After I'm done talking to these two not-Jedi people. We're definitely not blasting one of these sh- uh, city ships away from here with all of your precious resources to go run away from the Yuzhan Vong. Cut to <laughs> Mara in spy mode. Chats with a guy. Jack's a data port. I don't like the way that that laid out. And she finds a message with some phrases that were the same as things she heard on Ramamool. 
Mm-hmm. Ramamool. Ramamool is and, coming up again. And previously on Mono something. Forever Canon. What? <laughs> yeah, a different planet previously. she was on too. Oh, right, right, right. Um, way back in the day. Yeah. She went to a wedding of some fancy people yeah, on Moniosis Mon- or Mondoc 2. Or I can't remember. It's more Dork 2. <laughs> <laughs> but Ramamool, Ramamool. Yep. She has a trail and she has someone to find on Duro's surface because the messages are coming from someone. We cut to Jaina busting Randa with the villip. And he's like, I, revo- I reported the Vong. I, I found this. And I reported it to Vicky Shesh. But Jaina knows that her twin brother doesn't trust that sheevish shriv. I think that's an insult. Sure. Shriv? <laughs> it doesn't sound good. Shriveled. Worm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, okay, you reported the Vong to the bad guy. Jaina knows maybe not to trust her. That's what happened. Chapter title. Made an error. Cannot stand down. Like I said, things are heating up and boiling over. We are getting words that match words from Ramamool. People shouting in the streets the same way as they did on a planet where they threw a bunch of droids into a pit and destroyed their own civilization or something. Like, apparently that whole planet, like, destroyed itself. Yeah. Like, essentially, right? Like They destroyed They rioted all. themselves into, into uh, instability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all coming back again now here on Duro. All the same words. But we got a lead, and we got a villip, and we've got a Vicky Shesh who is too sheevish to trust. What are we going to do with all this information? What is, more importantly, the bald and blind Jaina Solo going to do with all of this information? What does she do with the villip? And what do we do with Jason as a hostage? Luke, he has his nephews there. What is Leia going to do with her... Missing Vong scientist, Naminor. And what's Han going to do with his stupid head and face? (laughs) Find out next week when we cover New Jedi Order, book six, balance point, chapters 17 through 20. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Stupid. All those bald-headed people. Oh, how's your boyfriend? Oh, you're 60. (laughs) You're You're a 60-year-old grown man. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.